Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. fun little podcast for you today. I actually had another podcast in mind, but I had such a good coaching session with one of my clients today that I thought, oh, I really want to share this. And so I had a podcast where I was going to introduce my program, like the six months and why I created it. And I can't wait to share that, like why I created it, what we will cover and everything. But I think I'll save that for next time for episode 63. But in episode 62, I want to talk about being a grown ass woman. I said it, a grown ass woman. Because like the coaching happened so naturally, but I love the way we ended it. So let me tell you, my client, one of my one-on-one clients, I don't have very many, came to me and we were talking about like, she was like, I just want to get coaching because I'm not quite showing up for myself the way I want to. Like I will set a desire. I'll say I'm going to do something and then I don't do it. And so what she was saying to herself is like, I'm just being lazy. And I was like, okay, so what happens? She gave me like an example, like she wants to go work out. And so I was curious as all coaches are. So, okay, well, you want to go work out. What happens? Like, You set the intention to go out. You made the decision to go out. What happened between I want to go out and you coming up with all of these other things to do instead of going to work out? You know, some things happened like she didn't have her card, so she couldn't go to the gym that she wanted to. And instead of like coaching herself, like, oh, I just can't go to the gym I want to. I'll just go to another gym. She just kind of like, I can't go to the gym I want to and just kind of left it. And I was like, interesting. Like, so I'm noticing that she's not coaching herself like, oh, if the thing is to work out in this gym, I don't have the card for, I have a card to another one that I can clearly go to, or I can work out at home. But I noticed that her brain did not go to that at all. And so I was curious as to why I was like, why didn't you like, I'm always asking as a coach, like, why didn't she go to her other alternatives? And so when I asked her and we fished around, she was like, Oh, because, you know, I'm just lazy. And so I was like, oh, I get it. This is what the coaching came up with. And this is what I want to share with you. And then I want to give you like where we took it at from there. It's like whenever we have like this default label to ourselves, like, oh, I'm just lazy. So when your brain is like, I want to go to work out. And I can't go to this thing and you don't go work out instead of your brain going, why am I not going out? Why am I not looking at other options? When you answer your brain, when you have a question and you answer it with your default label that you have given yourself, oh, it's just because I'm lazy. Then the brain doesn't have to do any work because you've already answered the question as to why I'm not doing what I'm doing. I'm going to slow that down again. When we have these default labels of ourselves, I'm lazy, I'm unorganized, I'm an introvert, I'm whatever, like 
whatever the label is that you have labeled yourself on a consistent basis, when you don't show up for yourself, however it is, notice how instead of like being curious as to like, why am I not doing this? Your brain automatically gives you the answer. Oh, it's because you're lazy. And even though that doesn't feel good, like remember, like our thoughts create our feelings, right? So I'm lazy is her default. That's what her brain will go to. Like the answer why for where I'm not showing up for myself is I'm lazy. That doesn't feel good, right? So there's all this cortisol going on in your body because it doesn't feel good. It felt like icky, right? And so when I asked her how she felt, she was like, like shit. I was like, okay, that's not a true F like word, but that I get it. Like you feel like shit because it's like, I'm not doing what I want to do because I'm lazy. So you feel like shit. Well, that feeling gives you a lot of cortisol. A lot of cortisol just doesn't feel good in the body, right? So it's not like we want to go work out and produce more cortisol or more like go do the thing that we don't want to do and produce more cortisol because we already have cortisol going around. The chances of us showing up for ourselves, we've just heightened the chances of us not showing up for ourselves. A, because we've slipped into this default pattern of this label that we gave ourselves that's not true, right? And our brain stopped asking for answers because we gave it to it. Oh, it's just because you're lazy. Like notice, there was no thought work to it. There was no curiosity. Like there was nothing to solve because it was, I'm lazy. If there was something to solve, if she had said, no, that's not true, I'm not lazy, then there would have been something to solve for us. Then it could have been like, oh, I can go to another gym or I can work at home or whatever. But notice how sometimes these labels that we give ourselves, I'm an introvert, that's why I didn't do that. I'm unorganized, I'm lazy. Like those things don't serve us. But the only thing that was lazy was her self-coaching. Like she showed up to her brain lazily. Because I asked her, I was like, once you made the decision, why was it up for discussion again? Like the decision was made. Why didn't you like follow through on the decision? She was like, well, because I just didn't because I was lazy. I was like, yeah, because you didn't have that. This is where the grown woman come in. Like once we've made the decision and it comes back up again and our brain offers it another like negotiating rule, like hey, we can do it this way or we can do it this way, right? Think of it as I'm a mother, y'all. I had like three kids in four years. So I had three kids under the ages of four, like going to the grocery store and remember. And I remember when I would go to the grocery store and tell my kids, look, don't ask me for nothing, right? And so it didn't take but a couple of times for my kids to realize I wasn't negotiating with that. And so all I had to do was give my kids that grown ass mama look, that look, right? Like, don't mess with me. And my kids quickly understood, like I can give them that look if they were on the stage in a play and doing something and I can be in the audience all the way in the back and they can see that look and know, mm I better get right. So my urging to her was, Why is your brain so easily negotiating with you, right? Why is your brain acting like baby kids? (laughs) You know, those kids that run all around that do all the things because their mama hasn't established or there hasn't been an establishment of don't mess with me. Like 
They don't have that look. I'm not to be played with, right? We can do that with our brain. Like we don't have to entertain every time the brain is like offering all these negotiations, mama, 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 right? Or knocking on a door or whatever. Like there's a certain point where our kids get to a certain level. Y'all come on now, black queens. I know we like culturally, we have this thing when we parent our kids, right? Uh-uh, no, no, ma'am. You're only going to ask me once or twice and that's it. And we give them that look, right? But if we're inconsistent, our kids don't learn that. Same thing with our brain. We can be grown as women with our brain when it wants to renegotiate. And we literally could be like, look, the decision has been made. Why are we bringing this back up, up for negotiation? This is not a negotiating thing. And we can do it in a way that our brain understands, oh, she's consistently sticking with it so that when we give it that look, the brain acts like, "Uh uh-oh, she means business, right? In a sense of that, it doesn't even act like baby kids no more. Y'all know who baby kids are, right? Our brain doesn't even act like that in that way. It's more tighter. It's more managed. I'm not saying that it doesn't act up because I think our brains are always acting up. That's just what lower brains do, primitive brains do, right? But to the extent that it's like all over the place, like going over, there is a point where we've trained our brains that no, I mean business. When I say I'm going to do something, it is not up for negotiation. We can treat it like a grown ass woman. We can give it that look. Have you established that with your brain or are you a just giving it the answer of one of your default labels of, oh yeah, the reason why I'm not doing it is because I'm lazy. I'm an introvert. I'm unorganized or any of those other ones. Or are you lazily showing up to the work of showing up for what you want to do? Like, wait a minute. Why am I just saying I'm lazy? That's not true. Actually, why am I even bringing this up for discussion? It has already been made. The decision has already been made. Why am I renegotiating with this? Why am I playing with this thought? Like literally, boy, I'm not playing with you, right? Come on. We know how to do this. We get to do it with our lower brains too. When it's fucking with us, you get to be like, no, mm -mm, I'm a grown ass woman. This decision has already been made. Don't be telling me about lazy and unorganized and I'm an introvert. I said what I said. Yes, I'm clapping, right? What if we showed up to this in this this energy of no, some things are just not up for discussion, for renegotiating. This is what I said. And it's when we learn to make those decisions cleanly, right? that we can totally honor them and then we can have our back and we can treat the renegotiation for mm-mm, not doing that. We're not going there. Whenever you catch yourself in it, remind yourself like you have the power and don't let those default labels that you have about yourself keep you from lazily managing your brain because that's all that is. It feels good like, oh, I have an answer and so the brain stops You stop looking for another answer to solve it because it's a label. I'm broken. I'm inadequate. I always feel like I don't belong. And so we just listen to that because it feels so good and it feels right. And it's our default pattern. 
And so therefore we don't have to do the work to figure out what we really are saying, right? Like why we really aren't doing it, which is the coaching, which is the work, which is the self-awareness, which is learning how to manage your brain. And we're managing our brain, not like a grown ass woman, right? Because if we were managing our brain like a grown ass woman, we would give it that look. The heck? You better sit your little, like that energy, not up for discussion. I said I was going to do this. Now, tomorrow when I make out my plan, it's up for renegotiation again. But today, no, I'm a grown ass woman already done. The decision has been made. We're not doing this. Give it the hand. And yes, I know. I literally say that compassion is the backbone, but why is doing this compassionate? Think about it. If you can train your brain not to act like baby kids, <laughs> for you guys that don't know what baby kids is, that's okay. <laughs> I can't even explain it. <laughs> you would have to know the joke, them baby kids. And probably it's my generation, probably some of the younger ones, y'all don't know who baby kids is. I can't even remember who the, comedian who did the joke of that's not my kids, them baby kids, just baby kids were just them bad kids. I can't remember if it was Cedric, the entertainer or one of the other ones, but look it up. Anyway, we just go with the underlying label that we've labeled ourselves at, as opposed to empowering ourselves, right? To like redefine ourselves. And this is the method in which we do it. It's like, We honor our decisions. And when our brain starts acting crazy, it's like, this is not up for negotiation. I gave you the look. Like I used to tell my kids, when my door to my bedroom is closed, do not knock on it. And if you do, you must, somebody must be bleeding. Like that was my thing. Like there were boundaries, right? Don't knock on my door unless you're bleeding. So they would knock on the door, mama. And I'm like, is someone bleeding? No. Okay. Get off my door right? Mama, is someone bleeding? They would tell me to start such and such and Brit, I was like, is Brit bleeding? No. Okay. Get away from my door. Right. To the point to where my kids understood don't knock on my door. Right. What would happen if your brain knew that you weren't going to answer the call? It would like reduce the amount of times. Now kids are kids. They would still try because my kids still knocked on the door, but not like every day and two and three times a day right? You can train your brain to do the same thing. And why is this compassionate, right? Because when you've trained your brain to stop fucking with you, you've actually made it easier for you. Because it's like when your brain knows like, hey, don't mess with her because she's going to say no. It's not up for negotiation. You just made it easier because you don't have all that noise, all that chatter. That's why this is the best thing for you, right? It was the best thing for me to be consistent with my kids. So A, they knew the rules. I knew, I trained them enough to know that they knew what the rules were and they were safe. Now I'm not talking about two and three and four-year-olds, y'all. I'm talking about like, you know, kids that I could leave on their own safely and close the door for an hour or so. Like, hey, can I have my break? Like mama's off. It would usually be like at night after I've done dinner and I'm like, okay, I'm off. Kitchen is closed house is clean. I'm off. Bye. Right. Like I needed that time and those boundaries. Me establishing that habit was the best thing because then once I established the habit, the kids knew not to. Right. And I was consistently on that. 
So it was the most compassionate thing I can do for me and for my kids. Because if I could give myself a break, then I could show up as the best mother the next day. So establishing these habits actually reduces the noise in your brain. Letting your brain know that you are grown as woman when it comes to the decisions that you've made and it's on paper and this is what I'm going to do and who I'm going to be. And don't give me that shit that I'm lazy and I'm unorganized or anything. I'm not hearing it. This is what I said I was going to do. And this is what I'm going to do. Baby kids be damned. <laughs> anyway, this is the level like I really want like to talk about like the value of knowing how to manage your brain of self-coaching. This right here is the ability of like to stop telling yourself the same story and creating the same result over and over again. Yep. I'm just unorganized. I just don't do what I say I'm going to do. Those stories don't serve you, right? The value of having a container where you manage your mind, where you have coaching, where I teach you how to coach yourself so that you can show up as a grown ass woman. You can catch yourself when you're doing these things. That's why I put that into my program. If this is something that interests you to be able to call yourself out on your shit, to be able to like make it non-negotiable, to be able to give yourself your lower brain that look like don't mess with me, right? To be able to give yourself peace because you know, once you've established that habit, your brain will lessen the noise because it's not even an option anymore, right? So therefore it would stop messing with you and giving you all those alternatives, right? If you want to do this work, listen, group program, my rooted group program is that thing for us as high achieving black women. You identify as a high achieving black woman and you're having problems like struggling with getting yourself to do what you say you want to do. You know, there is more to you and yet you're not able to tap into that. My rooted method is the thing for you. Join, go to brickjohnson.com forward slash or backslash group. Get on that wait list. So limited amount. I am actually holding consults now. If you want to be considered on that, get on that list. I'll give you more information on how to like fill out the application. If you want to talk, we can talk all the details of it. I'm so looking forward to doing this program in the community. I've done this on an individual basis so much now that I see it. I know it. And I am like drawn to doing this in higher numbers because I think, and I've always said it, when we own our power as black women, the world benefits, not just you, not just your kids, but the fucking world benefits when we start owning our power. And one of our powers is our power to manage our mind for us and treating and showing up our brain to our brain as a grown as woman is one of those things. We start in March. If you're interested, join in, share this podcast with people. Don't forget to write your reviews. I love them and I'll start sharing them on the podcast as we get them. All right, guys, next week, I'll talk to you again. Be a grown ass woman because that's who you are. Stop all this negotiating. We don't negotiate with our lower brain. Give it the look. Mm-mm, I wish you would, right? Come on now. I know how we do it. I wish you would be a grown ass woman. 
learn how to manage your mind to this extent because it is the most compassionate thing you can do. All right. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brigjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. brigjohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time. Thank you.